Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone because individually we're great, but together we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Buzz around artificial intelligence is seemingly everywhere. Is your portfolio keeping up? Consider the GlobalX Artificial Intelligence and Technology ETF, ticker AIQ, which invests in dozens of stocks at the leading edge of this disruption. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. Technology companies can be affected by rapid product obsolescence and intense industry competition. Before investing, carefully consider the fund's objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and more in the full or summary prospectus at GlobalXETFs.com. Read carefully. Distributed by SEI Investments Distribution Co. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Try Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost, built for WordPress creators by WordPress experts. With 100% uptime, incredible load times, and 24-7 WordPress priority support, your sites will be lightning fast with global reach. And with Bluehost Cloud, your sites can handle surges in traffic no matter how big. Plus, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. Get started now at Bluehost.com. Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws? Feathers or fur? Sharp teeth or feet with claws? Whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves. Then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows. Have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a huff a puff and Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his song's about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Welcome to the bonus episode of The Wolf and Owl We could barely call it a bonus as uh, what we've delivered earlier this week was uh, Well, it was interesting We know because we... Yeah, go on You know what we've got to do here, right? What? We've got Ready to come at this... Yeah, we've got to come at this like a boxer who's lost the first five rounds. Okay, fine, fine. And we've fine. got to come at it hard, and we've got to come yeah, at it like we've got to save people's weeks, haven't we? Yeah, this is Friday now. It's Friday. Let's let's go at this. Let's yeah. get amongst it. Yeah, I hope you've had, listen, I hope you've had a great week. And do you know what? In fact, let's change up our whole dynamic, all right? Because maybe part of the reason—I mean, don't get me wrong—the main reason was my internet issues, but part and also the fact it's so early in the morning. I don't know why we choose to do these then, but you know, we're only recording an hour a week. But we still managed to struggle to find an hour that we're both free. Uh, okay, um, what we've got to do is we're going to totally change up our outlook, all right? On yeah. that last episode, we were negative. We're constantly negging ourselves. Yeah. This one, we're going to go in positive, all right? So okay, I'm going to start this. Okay, this. Yeah, hit it. Okay, let, okay. Welcome to the Wolf and Hour. Oh, my God, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. The best podcast in the country is giving you two episodes this week. Wow. Wow, that's Holy big. That is big. fucking shit. Yo, I want to actually shout you out, listener, because you can just now just chill out, put this week in your holster and say the gunslinger is down. Let's just listen and enjoy. Does it matter that that analogy doesn't work? No, that's the kind of shit you can expect on the wolf et owl. We are bringing it this week and I'm absolutely buzzing because like Tom and I, we just riff this stuff and it's always gold, all gold. <laughs> 
all killer, no filler. And I'm buzzing Yo. to deliver some more of that sweet, sweet gold nectar Yo, to your ears Friday. right now. Friday, get your fish and chips and sizzle up your vegan mints because this place is about to explode. Uh, we're doing emails today. And as you know, our advice is always well-informed as well as being funny, which is a difficult line to walk. Uh, but we manage it each time, every time. So let's see what our first email is. Thank you so much to you for sending in these emails. Uh, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it, <laughs> it your idea of being positive is talking but not taking a breath. <laughs> Your idea of positive isn't positivity. It's just talking really loudly and not breathing. Yeah, it's being sort of an annoying, obnoxious prick. Just being this is really... why I normally say negative. But, it's, but listen, we're not going to let us hold that. No, shit. No, 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 no. I'm saying I, I quite like it, but it is yeah. like, I don't know if you can do this for half an hour without dying because you're yeah. literally not taking a breath. <laughs> Uh, this this podcast this email oh no I love the idea of you just in the corner with a boxer trying to build his spirits up and him going alright mate just fucking slow down and stop shouting yeah. well, actually do you know what you could do for me now for my morale just please just stop to, I just would love a few seconds without your voice in them please <laughs> you're actually making me want to go and get knocked out so I don't have to hear you anymore uh, okay, this is from the Ginger Dog, uh, and the Ginger Dog says, "The Ginger Dog says, all right, Wolf for now. Hey, Ginger Dog, for two people so charismatic as you find selves, I've never listened to a podcast with more dead ad reads. Oh wow, jeez. The, <laughs> the Seven Up read is the peak, with Tom recording his lines in what sounds like a bathroom using a laptop mic, being cherry on top. <laughs> the, the read is so bad." I'm surprised they didn't get a call from Seven Up asking for another take. Well, well we did actually. You, so, yes. I wish I could let you behind the curtain on that one. Uh, <laughs> you two are great. Uh, your emotionally vulnerable open dialogue is a perfect antidote to the plague that is the Andrew Tates of this world. You do you, unless it says ad reads. Uh, Tom? Well, hold it. Is, is, is that, there's no question there. And that's the end of the email. Oh, wow. Yeah, that feels like quite a sort of, yeah, yeah thanks, Ginger Dog. But it does feel like sort of slightly. Ginger, uh, did you say Ginger Hop? No ginger dog. No. Okay, fine, sir. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, that feels like kind of sort of like, is, is that, that's like old school negging in a way, isn't it? It's like saying something sort of quite sort of negative, but then sort of saying something positive, which I was Yeah. Find, um, yeah. And it's worked because we've ch selected the email, so. Yeah, it's worked, yeah. And it's completely crushed my confidence. Um, the the, uh, the seven up um, advert was essentially, I was told after the seven up advert, if... I didn't get my shit together with the adverts and my sounding record recordings that that would be the last advert we were allowed to do on this podcast because um, the, the advertising streams were getting so frustrated. So I think the later ones have been a bit better. Um, yes, they have, yeah. Also, I try, in much in keeping with Romish's um, vibe, of, I have to try to play them down because otherwise I, can't, I sound very sarcastic if I'm sounding... Because I lost the job. I, mean, I think I've talked about this before. I lost the job at Burger King as being the voice of Burger King. For being too over-enthusiastic. Yeah. yeah. So I have to, I'm trying to play it cool now with, with different advertisers, advertisements. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But also, thank you very much for your kind words regarding um, not being like Andrew Tate, because, yeah, that, that's a nice thing to hear. Um, thank you so much for your email, Ginger Dog. Uh, no, the, like, being honest with you, um, 
Maybe we've gone too far because the thing is, we don't. We, we, we our instinct is to not go too addy with the adverts because yeah. we don't want to sound try like try to make try and make them sound more like a conversation, but actually, yeah. maybe. But it turns out they're de- well. I mean, I'll quote directly: "Dead ad reads." Yeah, uh, is yeah. what the ginger dog's saying. So um, look. It was a nice positive couple of minutes, wasn't it? But then we've got into the first email and it's it's been an absolute fucking bo- bollock punch. Do you think so, for the next advertise for the next advertisements advertisements? Um, Jesus yeah. Christ, I'm struggling to say the word. Um, we we should really go for them a little bit more. Yeah, I think so. Do you know what, Ginger Dog? We're going to take your feedback on board. Yeah, I think it's good. I think it's yeah. good. I think you know what? Actually, it's good to get constructive criticism, isn't it? In, yeah, in keeping with the podcast and a new positive vibe, let's take this as constructive criticism and say, "Yo, we're going to do better, and we're going to do it for you, Ginger Dog." The next advertisement, advertisements, the next advertisements will be real, real. They'll have some sass. They'll have some ping. So yeah, any advertiser you want to get um, in touch and sort of see Wolf and Owl point two zero, really, really pushing the adverts. Yeah, I'd like to go. I'd like to go two point A rather than point two A. It feels like that's a step back. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, what I'm saying is, I don't think we should push ourselves too far. Let's, no, yeah. no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not let's not actually read the paid ads in a way that shows enthusiasm just yet. We need to walk before we can run. Exactly, you're absolutely right. What did you just call me? My D, my darling. Yeah, that's not what that's not what people will assume from that abbreviation. Well, what do you think that means? Well, what do people talk? What do you think people talk about when they say my D? <laughs> Sorry, the other day that guy who drove past was he asking me to suck his darling? <laughs> no one shouts "suck my D," do they? <laughs> I don't like the way that D, by the way, has been used for that. Do you not? No, 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 no. no. I think it's grim. Okay, next email. Uh, this is from Gary the Yeti Crab. Hi, Swan, Cat, Wolf and Al. Uh, I'm a similar age to you guys and have huge insecurities. I've been single for 15 of the last 20 years. There have been times in my life where I've been envious of other men, more promiscuous and more sexually active than me. I can't believe I've emailed this in myself. This is fucking mental. I've totally forgotten. Uh, and wondered what I'm doing wrong, thinking I must be a loser. I always hated men like this, but the reasons for my hate have changed over time. I missed out on relationships with women to other men like this, but I think deep down I always known they were controlling unpleasant characters. In fact, I was told by an ex that left me for one that I love a bad boy. I could never understand how being nice and respectful was a worse prospect than what I had to offer. I've always personally tried to respect the right boundaries to be a gentleman, holding the values my parents taught me and doing the right thing. Maybe I've been too gentle. I can't imagine treating another human being in the way I've heard these guys do. Maybe it isn't all true and all bravado, but the fact that they think this is something to brag about is disgusting to me. I worry that even though my instincts and sensibilities are to do the right things, I've grown up and lived in a world that encourages misogyny and that's the last thing I want to be. I'm single now and I wonder how I can put across to women that I, that I meet that I want to do the right thing and be a good person. But I'm scared of coming across the wrong way like a creepy old dude. There are so many dickheads out there, I don't think I'm one of them, but how do I impart this without being weird? Any advice or thoughts, Gary the Yeti Crab? Yeah, oh, Gary the Yeti Crab, my guy. Gee. Um, number one, I think... Um, I th- I, yeah, I think that certainly through most of my young years, uh, I, I felt that feeling that, um, yeah, the sort of bad boy and sort of guys with sort of this uh, sort of negative sort of, or, or you know, this sort of geezer-like attitude uh, would quite often feel like they won the day. Um, 
I think it, it's a really easy thing to sort of fall into a place where you think that maybe you've got to be a little bit like that and, and be a little bit more sort of aggressive in your nature or just sort of try to sort of, you know, there was a time I, I remember where people started, you know, reading, you know, is it the game, the book, and people started, you know, you know, joking about last email, but that sort of nigging style or starting to sort of just not have the the sort of polite nature of actually sort of when when you're talking to someone, just being friendly and just being yourself and just trying to sort of be decent. I think people sort of fell into a trap of thinking that they had to be assertive and they had to sort of create almost this sort of cloak of faux confidence that would mean that they... They couldn't be hurt or they couldn't be not. My my dealing and knowing a lot of those sort of men is actually that they're a lot of the time a lot more vulnerable than any of us and a lot more sort of unsure and, you know, they they, they put put a lot of that act on uh, or it comes from a totally fucking dark place, which let's not get into now because I think, you know, there's been a lot of talk about that this week. But mm. I think that the, the truth of the matter when it comes to you and let's make this about yourself is that you, you know, you're clearly a good person who's worried about, you know, settling down, worrying about meeting someone. And I sort of think when it comes to that, and I, and I, I can, you know, uh, I, I can, I can, oh, what's the fucking word? So early in the morning. I relate. Can relate, yes, thank you. Thank you, Robert. I can relate to that, my friend. Um, and, and certainly feel for a long time that, yeah, I felt like that guy. So I think, it's probably, and I think we've sort of probably given this advice, but I think it's probably going and doing stuff like, you know, a club or going to places where you think, where you have an interest and you might there hopefully meet someone who's got similar interests, similar values to yourself. I've never done online, online dating and not that I think anything's wrong with it, but I met Catherine through a different way. But I think even when, even going through that and sort of just setting yourself up, and I think, the idea that you've got to become something you're not and, and become more misogynistic or more aggressive in your nature is certainly not saying that you should even consider. I think keep doing who you are, keep being who you are. I think you sound like a thoroughly decent chap and I think have a bit more confidence without it sort of falling into arrogance that you are a good person and you deserve to be happy and keep doing you because there's not enough blokes out there who are like that who, who believe that actually sort of just being decent and just being nice is enough, and it is. So keep on, keep it on, brother. Uh, Gary the Yeti Crab, uh, I would echo Tom's sentiments. Um, what I would say is that uh, there's a slight caveat to this, right? And um, th th I don't want this to sound harsh, but like, first of all, what I would say is, is that, um, yes, it, it is right to be not misogynistic, and it is right to be a nice guy and it is uh it is frustrating i guess when some blokes end up with people and they behave like that the one mistake that you can make is thinking that if you're not misogynistic or if you're not uh, a nasty person you try and be a nice guy that makes you kind of special and that you should you you deserve somebody like that is how you're supposed to be. You're supposed to not be misogynistic. You're supposed to be a nice guy. You know, that is sort of the bare minimum. I, I don't mean that in a harsh way, but what I mean is like, sometimes you can fall into this trap of going, I'm a nice guy. This is an outrage. You know, I can't believe that, that, that people don't want to be with me, even though I'm not a misogynist. And, 
you're not supposed to be a misogynist. You know, that that is a negative thing to be a misogynist. You're not supposed to be that. It doesn't make you special if you're not. And I, I don't mean that in a harsh way. I just mean that you can run the risk of becoming angry that you've not managed to find somebody because you think you're a nice guy and you deserve somebody. And that is almost, that is also bad. So I guess what I'm saying to you is, yes, it's really great that you are this person and you do sound like a nice guy. Um, and you just got to be patient, man. Somebody that likes those qualities and likes how you are, you'll find that person and it'll be all good. But what you don't want to do and what I'm slightly nervous about is like, you know, for example, maybe I've been too gentle, question mark, is a, is a, is a question for me that I find worrying. Um, I think that, you know, what you don't want to do and what I'm nervous that is going to happen for you is that you're going to start to become slightly bitter about your situation. Uh, and that will lead to you being less of a gentleman than you have been. So I guess what I'm saying to you is, well done for being who you are. Cling on to that. And please, please do not start getting resentful about the fact that you've, you know, that you've been single for so long because somebody that likes you will come along. You need to trust in that uh, and not start getting kind of, you could, it's easy becoming bittered uh, about that and I'd hate that to happen for you. Uh, good luck to you, Gary the Yeti Crab. Keep doing you, girl. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline? Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So fast. Brainstorm got too big? Summarize with AI in a click. Writer's block? Release with Canva Magic Write. Magical. Stress less and save time at canva.com. Designed for work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Uh, okay. Oh, I referred to this on the last episode, actually. Do you, should we do two more? Yeah, let's do two more, Magic. Because um, actually it turns out I've overrun massively and I've got to go to the League of Their Own. Uh, okay. Uh, this is from... Uh, but this is going great. This is going really great. It's really good. Yeah, the, it's one the, of our... The energy, yeah. Yeah, it's, the energy yeah, it's been nice, one of our sure. best episodes. Uh, <laughs> this is... Okay. All right, go on. Um... Big shout out, oh, here we go. Big shout out to Tom from The Quiet Raccoon and Dancing Unicorn. Currently in the interval at your Cambridge gig. Just wanted to give a shout out to how you've handled your shit. Microphone issues and stuck on a leash. Absolute legend owning it. Class night, you. Cheers, bud. Would have hated to be the tech guys at the interval. Keep on smashing it. Now, we made reference to this, Tom. 
Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, what, what do they? I, I know you had microphone issues. What's stuck on a leash? Is that because no? Because mic- so this is what happens, right? Okay. So your brother's supported me on quite a lot of my dates on the tour. So your brother's on stage, right? And can I disclose he's your brother? Is you okay? You right? Well, I think normally you ask for permission to disclose before you deliver. Well, I'm lucky because I can start again. But genuinely, is he? No, it's fine. I mean, we, t- we talked about it on the previous episode, didn't we? You okay, talked about him wanting better hotel rooms. So or yeah. it would have been nice to get permission for disclosure then. But so, Dinesh is, is supporting me and he's been brilliant. And so at Cambridge on Saturday night, I was listening to his set and I'm walking through my set and going through what I'm going to say and listening to chuckling. And then all of a sudden... You don't have to say that. He doesn't listen to this. Uh, <laughs> um, all of a sudden, he, he sort of goes quiet on stage and then he's, he's sort of talking almost to an audience member. And I was like, has he been, is someone heckling him? Is he being heckled? Yeah. Is, you know? And they were like, oh no, his mic's failed, his mic's failed. And I was like, okay. Who said that? Like, Somebody backstage told you? Someone backstage, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. And they're like, you know, so they passed him another mic and he finishes his set, gives me the mic. I go out and then that mic, after about five minutes, fails. And then, so then I'm on the emergency lead mic, then that fails, and then they have to give me the so announcement every mic, mic. So three mics have failed now. Yeah, and then they have to give me the announcement mic, which is on the shortest lead you've ever seen, and I'm on this fucking massive stage. Yeah. So I can only use about a third of the stage. Um, right. I might, you know, I'm quite physical in my act, and I'm like, this yeah. is kind of restricting You're me. Many, to... In many ways, the Lee Evans of our generation, aren't you? Well, <laughs> that's a very, yeah, that's a mad thing to say, but anyhow. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're too. What? <laughs> you're such a cheeky. The way you say it is so like. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I'm then like, oh, right, I'm, I'm a bit restricted here, and uh, but it, what, what I found insane and and was at the interval, I sort of made a joke of it, and if I'm honest with you, I think it sort of added to the show, and it meant you know, it, yeah. it was just it, there's nothing anyone can do about it. No one's done it on purpose. I hope. Um, anyway, when I came off, what you realise is how many, you know, they genuinely, the, the backstage crew thought that I was going to have an ap- absolute fit because they were like, and I was like, oh, there's nothing anyone can do about it. It was, a, I'd be more worried if the show was shit, everyone's laughing and we're having a joke yeah. about it with the, with the audience. But um, then it sort of comes to pass that quite a few people would have either walked off stage and just left the gig. Anyway, not, I don't know. I, I I wasn't annoyed by it. There's nothing anyone could do about it. Worst things happen at sea. That was the way I saw it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and, and, and just so we know, before we carry on with this, is this what Flo, is this how Flo told you to report what happened? <laughs> yeah, no, Flo gave me quite an intense sort of like yeah. way of dealing with it. Because you yeah, obviously, yeah. I know, what, what I imagine what actually happened is you fucking threw a mic at somebody's head. <laughs> Volunteer was left unconscious. No, and then I, I, Flo phoned you immediately after and said, we've got to do a mop-up on this. Yeah, we're going to do a faux email, right, <laughs> from uh, audience members who have enjoyed the show, yeah. and then you just basically yeah. say that you were fine with it. But if I'm, I, I, it, it genuinely added, you know what it's like, it, it added to the show, I thought. It added to the material. Yeah, it, was, sure. it, it, it got everyone laughing together. It made it quite a mm. fun experience. I wasn't, yeah, it wasn't something that annoyed me. I, I, I found it quite... I, I, I had a thing where I, I've probably talked about this before. JT, please check if I have. I did a TV stand-up set. Right. And midway through the set, I, I, I've got to be sort of gent- quite vague. Partway through the set, uh, some girls started screaming, oh, right? Fuck. Like really screaming. And uh, I stopped. I had to stop. Initially, I was trying to ignore it because it's for a record. So I was just trying to work my way through it. And then it became too disruptive. So I stopped and I said, what's going on? Anyway, it turns out a mouse had um, ran across their feet. 
Oh, right. and and created it obviously like that everyone started kicking off not kicking off but like you know it caused a reaction as it would do you know I would literally jump off the balcony if a mouse uh, ran across my feet and and then I started riffing about the the, ma- the mouse and like how it was ruining my big break and stuff like that and it like we, it really went well and then I walked off the stage and uh, the execs and the like the, the team and everybody going that was so cool that's going to be such a moment in the show anyway the theatre said that they didn't want people to know that a mouse had been let loose in the theatre, and so they said none of that could be used. I, I mean, a mouse like it's a lion. I know. A so mouse like, has been let loose. Like it's the, the beginning of the shittest action movie. It, what are you yeah. talking about? A mouse has been let loose in a theatre? This, this, this Snakes on a Plane sequel is fucking <laughs> dreadful. They've really gone low stakes on it. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> There's a mouse loose in the Apollo Theater. I'm tired of this motherfucking mouse in this motherfucking theater. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson as the mouse. <laughs> what do you want? I want people to realize that mice are fun. <laughs> we might have to cancel the musical. No way. Mouse in a theater. Hugh Jackman is Elliot Broadstock. <laughs> My God, <laughs> you thought of the name so late. <laughs> um, anyway, long and, long, long and the short of that is uh, they had to cut all of that out and they just showed the sort of disjointed set oh, with the wow. mouse stuff taken out. Yeah. So. It'd be great with the mouse stuff. I was I'd like, you know, I think it's a fun thing when stuff like that happens. You've got to roll with it, man. It's, it's, yeah. You got I'd to, sooner that just... than, as the aforementioned uh, uh, episode, have people chatting. I could deal with the mic, it's fine. Mm. Yeah. Okay, should we do one more? Let's do it, my baby. Oh, this is about... Okay, so we've done one about you. This is one about me now. Oh, yes. Hi, hi, Wolf, Al, and Swan. It's the Energetic Labrador here. I just wanted to drop you a quick email the, uh, the day after me and my family went to watch League of Their Own recording in London. The show was hilarious as always, and I cried with excitement when seeing Romesh in the flesh, which is extremely embarrassing. Romesh, this is... This is actually slightly embarrassing. They've been quite nice about me. Uh, Romesh, you radiated such an uncle. You sounded so. You sound like the bad guy for the theatre film. Then yeah, this, this is slightly embarrassing. This is slightly being very nice. I screamed with excitement when I saw Romesh in the flesh. <laughs> Romesh, you radiated such a nice energy and gave everyone so much time. We did notice, however, you put yourself down lots when fluffing lines or skipping too far ahead. You did a great job. I just wanted to let you know your self-doubt was misplaced massively. Your energy throughout the show was impressive considering the long record along with the other panel. No question here. I'd just like to appreciate this being passed on to Romesh so he realises that he did really well. Uh, P.S. I'm off to uni next week and listening to The Wolf and I is such a comfort blanket that me and my mum swap notes about. Please never stop, you sweet, sweet souls. Um, now, Tom, you were at a league of their own record the other day. Yeah, yeah. Did you think that was... I, I mean, I'm, I, I, fuck, I fuck up some of the reads on every episode. Uh, did you notice me being particularly negative about that? No, yeah, I think you're, yeah, that's, that is your way. I will say this actually, right? I've been a fan of your work. I've worked, done a lot of work with you. I genuinely thought, and I said this to you, I thought you were incredible, like holding that, because it's quite difficult at the moment, because there's a whole new, you've got a new panel there, right? Mm. There's a new panel of people um, who are all brilliant, and it's a great, but it's quite a difficult thing, because there's new energies on that show. There's new people coming out from a different, place and you've been used to so as a host it's it's quite everyone's trying to get their voice heard there's a lot of but and I actually like I at one point took myself out of the situation of 
been on the panel. Um, hence, I didn't say anything for about 25 minutes, um, which will be cut around, I hope. Um, but just watched in awe, actually, of you, how you dealt with dealt with it and, and how just how brilliant you are at doing that job. I, I think you're the, really, really incredible. And I, I think it was, I think, not because the show's League of it's a brilliant show and it's a staple of a lot of people's week and it's, you know, great guests. And so, but actually watching you host it and keep it all together and make sure it was all just seamlessly just moving on track, I thought was, was, was brilliant, man. I think you you deserve a lot of credit for that. It's actually quite embarrassing. Quite a lot of nice things being said about me here. That's uh, a bit awkward. Well, you've entered into that because I've texted you yeah, said that brilliantly. It's, it's a bit, it's a bit awkward. That it's, uh... <laughs> uh, no, actually, the truth is, can I can I just say this to reassure the energetic Labrador that's emailed that in? That is just for better or worse. That is just how I talk to myself. It's not. I'm not. I, it, I wouldn't have even been particularly upset. But if I screw something up, I do tend to go. Romesh, you're a fucking idiot. You've got to do that. Just, that's just my internal monologue. So, um, so what can I say? I wasn't really that upset. It's just one of those things. I, thank I, you for your email. You got, were very cool quite as embarrassing well. embarrassing, all, all the lovely yeah, things. Well, I noticed you stuck that one in as a last email of the week. It's just like throwing in an email about yourself and how cool you are. Um, uh, and also, I, can I just say just quickly, um, Romesh, um, and I think this is worthy of going out, Maybe my favourite thing is when I screw something up was maybe the most partridge thing you've ever said in your life. Oh, Especially how you did a little clench of your fist. Maybe when I screw no, something up. No, I didn't up, do friend. that. Don't like I didn't do that. Maybe when I screw something up, friend. Like I screwed up the old scooter. Uh, <laughs> that's me, Romesh Hart. Just a big old screw up. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming. Oh, eek, eek, eek. And that's Mousy. You know what to expect next week. That, that's not the end of the Edinburgh show going. And so, yeah, you know what? I am a screw-up. But in many ways, aren't we all? I've been Romish Rang and Nathan. Thank you so much. Good night. And the mouse just runs on stage with you yeah. after. Oh, God. Here he is again. <laughs> Fucking hell. Just taking off the spotlight. Yeah, and you just pick him up and put him in his always little Always taking the attention, aren't you? Okay, can we kill this one? We'll get a new fresh one for tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Give him a baby bell and just stare at him across the room knowing that he's absolutely roofed the gig. Um, thank you so much for listening to what I, I undoubtedly is the best episode of this that we've ever done. <laughs> we, uh, honestly, thanks for joining us on this journey. Uh, JT, good luck with the edit on that. Uh, what I mean by that is normally I say that because, you know, good luck finding stuff. Good luck leaving stuff out uh, from that one. I imagine you can just drop that straight in. That was unadulterated gold, my friend. JT, be, beware. Don't burn your fingers when you're trying to deal with yeah. this fire. Yeah, and if you drop I, anything I on the genuinely, cup- What's annoying, right, is you've become really positive. I've started to fall into the trap of being you. What does that mean? Well, I've sort of like got a bit negative and a bit like sort of <laughs> undermining everything. Yeah, I quite. Maybe we should. Maybe this should be the dynamic going forward. No, 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 no. I can't live with this dynamic. I don't know how you've no, done it for either. fucking forty-seven no, years. I can't with it. Oh god. Well done. And on <laughs> that little last-minute dig from the <laughs> I like to call the wolf. Uh, take care of yourselves, guys. We'll see you next week. Adios. Bye bye. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.